and Grace watching Stargate. They made a podcast that's on iTunes that you should rate. Nix is a super fan. Grace is pretty new. Kaylee the Thorgy will help them make it through. Bartender Nick is here to make them drinks. As they reference random pop culture things. Crying out loud, they'll put a smile on your face. There's no place like Tara with Nix and Grace. Welcome to this... Wait. Now you're good. Welcome to an episode 147 of There's No Place Like Terror, a Stargate First Watch Rewatch Podcast. I am Nixie. And I'm Grace, and all of that is staying in the intro. <laughs> <laughs> no, it is. Uh, today we're going over Season 7, Episode 15, Chimera, a.k.a. The One with the Handsome One. <laughs> like, I know that there's plot that develops and all these other things, but this is the one with the handsome brother. Uh, to me, this is the diagonal episode. <laughs> oh, God. We can't wait till we get there. Uh, yeah, the one where Daniel is a, sleeps on top of his bed sheets. And di- there's two beds that are diagonal in rooms in this episode. <laughs> Why is that a thing? Why? I... No. The luxury of it. Imagine having a room so large. So large. But here's the thing. It's not even and I've seen that I've seen that we'll okay, we'll get into it. Yep. We'll get into coming. it when we get there. We'll get there. So this first aired It's on, like a tease. It's our news cheese. Tonight sorry, at Tara, I don't know. Later today. Later on Tara. Come back. While your break. bed's diagonal in your room. <laughs> we'll talk about that. Is it a sign that your brain's being spied on? <laughs> <laughs> Guys, if your bed ever appears diagonally in your room, just don't Be sleep. Concerned. Don't yeah. sleep. Mm-hmm. This first aired on January 30th, 2004. I forgot a date, but I'm pretty sure that's the year because years work. That feels right. Uh, written by Damon Kindler, Unless directed by Will Waring. Ooh, sorry, okay, I'm done. And now we have, we have oh, a little gotcha, bit. Gotcha. We got a little bits first. Um, the big guest star. Da, 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 David Deloise. Another Deloise. The youngest and last Deloise brother to appear on the show. It's the most handsome. He's pretty good looking. He's pretty Listen, dang handsome. And this is saying, we love the Deloise brothers. Oh, it's not to, They're yeah. all very distinguished and handsome. Yeah. But this guy is like... Like, look, leading man handsome. Look, every boy band has a heartthrob. Yes. Every boy band is full of good looking guys, but uh-huh. there's always a heartthrob. There's always a... And, and sometimes people can't agree on who the heartthrob is. Um, There's always a Justin Timberlake slash J.C. Chazé. I, I, we've covered how There's little I know Taylor about <laughs> boy bands yeah. to the fact of... I think Justin Timberlake is the only person out of the two major boy bands that uh, I could name you. Well, here's the thing. Technically, I don't even know that Justin was the heartthrob. Did one of them have a Carter? Nick Carter, yeah. Oh, yeah, Nick. I Nick, think Carter? Nick Carter? Yeah. I don't well, know. And that's the thing. So, so Nick and Justin. Oh, here, the history of Please go. They're both like the young one, yeah, the young, fun, cute one. Okay. But the heartthrob is always the guy who's a little more smoldery. The, the dean, as opposed yes, to the Sam, if you will. Exactly. So I think that the heartthrob for in sync, and there are plenty of opinions out there. <laughs> I welcome them all. But to me, the heartthrob was J.C. Chazay, who okay. was the dark-haired, colored eyes. Did he have spiky hair? They all had spiky they all hair. Had spiky 
right here. Not, not the spikiest hair. Okay, so not the, uh, not the, um, um. It's not the, like, scary spice version, if okay. you will. It's like the posh spice okay. versus the, so the JC to the Justin is the posh spice See, to the funny? baby five is spice. Is that you can go to Spice Girls is analogies and I totally know what you're talking gotcha. okay. about. So where Jace, where Justin was the baby spice, uh-huh. JC would have been the posh spice. Yeah, I, it, I was I mean? a fan of the scary spice. Yeah. And the, the sporty scar- spice were mine. It's scary spice uh, would have been like, I think, Chris. Or, okay. or Joey Fatone would have been your sporty spice. I do spice. know Joey Fatone. Okay, I take that back. Joey Fatone would have been know. your <laughs> This is a really fun game. I do know Joey Fatone. <laughs> boy bands according to Can Spice Can I tell Girl. you what my, the closest thing I got to a boy band was what? in that era was Savage Garden. Oh my gosh. And yeah. I can't tell you how obsessed and dis- I was ordering <laughs> Japanese CDs of Wowza. Savage Garden. Wow. I have the uh, imported DVD of the live Savage Garden concert. I I did not get into Savage Garden that hard. Yeah, no, I was I was I was down. If we're going boy bands though, it seems very appropriate that I now live in Orlando because <laughs> O Town I was in for I was worried that they didn't make it bigger. O Town had um I was like, O-Town doesn't even, like... O-Town had this song called Liquid Dreams, which I can't even remember right now. But I enjoyed it. It was so poppy. And there was also LFO, who did the... New Kids on the Block had a bunch of hits, Chinese food. They also had the girl on TV with with Jennifer Love Hewitt in the video. Yep. Nope. (laughs) Uh, This is about the era where everything I listened to was uh, Broadway original cast or... A revival cast, or I'm trying to remember when I got into Broadway because I did not find it when I, you know what, it wasn't until American Idiot. Yeah, no. Uh, as soon as oh, Rent, no, hit, I lied. Yeah, Rent hit, and I knew all the words to that nice. well before someone my age should have known all the words to Rent. No, also, I was singing about things I had no clue what they were. I actually know now because I think Spring Awakening came out well before yes. American Idiot. Now I did not know Spring Awakening, but I knew that Duncan Sheik yes. was part of it, and I was in love with Duncan Sheik. I don't Sheik. think we've touched on this show. My obsession with Spring Awakening, I and think we should just leave that because otherwise people might get scared. Don't go down that well. I yeah. Um, Guys, it leads to the hell mouth. I listened <laughs> to a lot of Spring Awakening. I just realized this is the reason this is grainy is it's going off the wrong camera. <laughs> oh, there you go. No wonder. Um, we'll live. So, David DeLuise, <laughs> the youngest and last of the DeLuise brother to appear in the show. Uh, Grace obviously knows him best as TJ's brother on Gilmore Girls. Oh, yeah. There's also one more place that you will not guess. Is it Wizards of Waverly yes. Place? <laughs> <laughs> yes, because I am an unapologetic fan of Disney shows. Yeah, he was on Wizards of Waverly Place. <laughs> he plays a dad. I also remember him from Jesse. Do you remember the late 90s Christina oh, Applegate yeah. sitcom? Mm-hmm. <gasps> I forgot about that one. I, for some reason that I can't tell you, watched that a ton. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, and according... Two, you're going to appreciate this. Uh-huh. 
because you've now seen the pilot episode of Farscape. Okay. okay. According to Robert Cooper, they wanted Ben Browder for oh, that, that role. That would have been really fucking cool. But he was like, mm, yeah, no, I'm going to pass on that. How cool would it have been to have had him on there, but as a crossover? I know. Oh, like, it's just like as like, Crichton. Well, that's what I mean. Like, she's set up with an astronaut. Uh-huh. Like, before he goes into where he go. goes, she gets, her brother sets her up with some astronaut that he knows because... Who else what? would be perfect for Stam who exactly. does space telemetry, blah, no, blah, blah, blah. Oh, I just had a really cool idea. And then they could have fallen in love, and then he just disappears on one of his missions. Yep. Bam. Wow. That would have been cool. Ben Browder said no. Um, <laughs> okay. Ben Browder. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> That's it. So we start the episode flashing back to, um, you remember that time that Daniel was with a girl and uh-huh. she turned into a ghoul? Yep. No, the other one. Oh, yeah. 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 Uh, and that- no, just kidding. There was the two. Which one? <laughs> He's got a type. <laughs> the one with the curly hair. Yeah. Oh, the other no. one. <laughs> He's got a type. Must Imagine his, like, Tinder profile. Must be willing to have brain taken over by symbiote. Not symbiote. Get Could out, Jimmy. Could you imagine if you actually read that on a dating profile? That actually might be interesting. <laughs> I'm trying to remember. It's no secret Jesse and I met through a dating site um, that shall remain nameless. Uh, but it was the weirdness of his profile. Listen, as someone who was on a number of them uh-huh. for many years yeah. before I said, fuck all of them. Yeah. Um, I've got never, listen, I've been proposed to at least four times. Oh, God. Oh, God. In a first or second email. Not okay. Some of them already had wives. Cool, cool, cool. Cool, cool. Three cools means it's not that cool anymore. I'd rather a dick pic. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) So, um, also there's that lost city that's been lost on purpose. It could be found by people. Remember that? Cool. Yeah. Okay. So at the start of the episode, we seemingly flash back to the moment that Sarah and Daniel met, surrounded by artifacts in a, a library. Very cute, meet cute. In this happy place. Uh huh. And she schools him on an amulet that was made for the king for luck. <laughs> and that it's just so that the water would rise again. And she admits, you know, she saw a picture of a couple weeks ago. Girl should have just owned it. Yeah. That she had that knowledge. Yeah, I just know that. Just impress him. Yeah. Uh, and Daniel is stunned by both her beauty and her brains. Ooh, yeah. And it would seem that it's actually a flashback, except for Daniel's hair. Yeah, we, he's got the five o'clock shadow going. Uh-huh. and the, the Well, just the short, non-early yeah. season Daniel hair. Yeah. Not the hair drapes. There's no hair drapes in happening. Um, but then we also see that there's actually a sleeping Daniel with a device on his head and an Osiris stalking him with a matching device on her head. Yeah, cool, cool. That's not creepy. Credits. Um, what would if you had access to one of those? Okay, and knew you would not get caught. Okay, would you use it? And on who? Uh, here's the thing: is I don't know if I want to see some people. That's dreams. the thing. Yeah, like I don't know if I'd want to. Uh, you know who I would try if I knew that it could be done without pain. Yeah, I don't want to see what Stormy's thinking. That's a, your puppies are <laughs> yeah. different. Yeah, I want to know what he's chasing in those dreams. I okay, I do a puppy dream. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, I don't want to get into no, some people's heads. No, it's better that I can't. Um, maybe if I was, maybe if I was just curious about like how dreams of other people's look like, it would be a stranger. Oh yeah, okay, that's fair. Like an actual stranger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that won't hurt. Won't be called out. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I'm just. I think I'd be concerned of what I might find. 
Also, Daniel. Oh, yeah. Can we talk about your bed? <laughs> now, I get sometimes the whole, I have a big room and I'm going to put diagonal in a corner. So it's coming out of one corner. Just smack in the middle of the room. It's just in the middle of the room. Mm. And he's sleeping on top of his blankets. It's like he's only With his, ever... like, hands above his head to show off his, his arms. Is that comfortable? I will admit, sometimes I wake up and I have one arm above. Okay. Okay. But I also have blankets on top of me. Yeah. I feel like he's only ever slept in massage rooms. <laughs> <laughs> like, he's like, must put bed in the middle, and must sleep on top of blankets. And it's not one of those where it's like, maybe he's hot and he's kicked all the blankets off his bed. They're underneath No, him. he's sleeping on top of them. Maybe he just never tucks himself to bed. Maybe he just always falls asleep reading or something. There's no book. No, there's right. There's no book. If there's no light on. He would have left the light on if he's sleeping in no, bed. No, and his glasses are not on his face. It, it, I, it's... Which is... Why, Daniel, <laughs> is your bed diagonal in the middle of the room? Yeah, that's true. He's definitely not falling asleep. I That is my frequent mode in, to the point where it is Jesse's pet peeve. <laughs> where he's like, the amount of times that I must remove your glasses from your face. Oh, see, I just don't have my glasses on when I read at night. Oh, I, I do. I, I don't mean to. I just yeah. always fall asleep reading. I'm so, I'm so nearsighted that if yeah. I'm reading, I take my glasses off pretty much all the time. Nice. So that, at least, I don't have to worry about. There you go. So, credits. Uh, after the credits, Sam is looking hot. She's looking hello, nurse. Listen, like, halters are great on her. Uh-huh. The girl's got some shoulders. And, you know, if you if I went to work and, and like, and therefore had, you know, a uniform like that before work, I'd dress up to go to coffee before work anyway. Yeah. Well, and there's also the theory of, not that Sam is not gorgeous. No. But there's this theory that one of my friends in high school came up with this. I still I still love this idea. Uh, so my friend DM, she would never dress up. She never wore makeup. Always yeah. had hair in a ponytail, giant sweater. She goes, no, here's the thing. You're always dressed like that so that when you do dress up, uh-huh. it is a moment. Oh, yes. And that's what Sam's life is. Not because she wants to, but to be because fair, she's forced to. That was me for the longest time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so it's like anytime we see her outside of her uh, like work clothes, yeah. we're just like, whoa, whoa, what's Damn, going on? sister, work yeah. it. And then some very, very attractive leading man comes up and uh-huh. starts hitting on her. Uh-huh. And I love how she's like, I should warn you that most of the guys I date end up dead. I do love that line. I, in fact, I think if I weren't in a relationship, that would be on my dating and he thinks, <laughs> And he adorably thinks it's a joke. Uh-huh. Um, and it seems like he is coming on to her much harder than Sam would let any guy oh. come on to her. Yeah. Even Before offering shutting them down. dinner tonight in his motel room with a box of wine. Yikes. Also, I don't know what box of wine has a duck on it, but I would like that box of wine. We need to have that soon. We need to discover it. Yeah. Um, but soon we come to realize this is a adorable game they're playing. <laughs> and since she just goes on and just snogs him. Yeah. Um, but the last she has to go to work and no pleading from him will get her to take a sick day. Right. Um, because he thinks deep space telemetry can wait a day. And she fires back that, have you seen... How much deep space there is out there? And yeah. I'm like, damn, uh-huh. girl, get it. <laughs> I'm looking at box blinds with duck. <laughs> I already looked it up. I couldn't find it. Damn, you're right. <laughs> well, I was like, you. She knows exactly what she's saying. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then she just he just watches her go. Yeah. Well, I mean, wouldn't you? Uh, yeah. Yeah. 
I, well, and he's, they're also in those early stages of dating. It's very early. Yeah. I mean, he's yet to see the inside of her house, uh-huh. where he's just like floored. Or the inside of her house. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Oh, it was set up oh, so beautifully. <laughs> I'm so proud of you. I've never been more proud to be your friend. I feel like that needed like an old school. Hey, right? <laughs> what's funnier yeah. is if you know the backstory about how frequently I miss any innuendo. <laughs> it's anyway. Um, yeah, there's they're in like that super amazing endorphin stage. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They're getting high just from each other. Yeah. Just I, literally. Just, yeah, just seeing each other. So, cut to the SGC, and Sam is now in, you know, her BDUs. Um, although no one's going to look bad in a black t-shirt. No. It's a solid it's look. It's just a good, good look. Yeah. Uh, so, she's going about the project she's currently working on that jams with raspberry. Cool <laughs> communication frequencies. <laughs> and Daniel's just yawning. Oh. We've gone to plan. Um <laughs> He had the weirdest dream about working back in Chicago before the Stargate program. It was weird. His hair was different. Yeah. I was like, that's why it was weird. Uh-huh. And they get to Well, the- it's Daniel. That would be weird it to is. him. It wouldn't matter. They get to the elevator and Sam is like, and I love this. No offense, but it's not like you don't have some issues to work through. Yeah. You should talk to someone. And Danielle's like, I thought I was. Yeah. <laughs> Sam's like, not me. No. Just take that shit somewhere else. Take this to a professional, <laughs> is what Sam's saying to him. Yeah. I love you, and you are my friend. <laughs> this, you need professional help. I cannot handle this. this. I love her for that. Yes. The first of two of his good friends that basically say the same thing to him in this Get episode. Him. Yeah. Um, so this made me think of something, because I recently listened to... Um, there's a podcast called uh, Cabinet of Curiosity uh-huh. done by the guy who does lore. Okay. And he talked about their 10 minute clips. They're really fun. They're literally 10 minutes each. Uh, but he did one where he talks about Wes Craven and also one where he talks about um, Gene Rodberry in the same episode. Oh. But because it was Wes Craven, I was thinking, would you rather have a ghoul dream invasion or Freddy Krueger's nightmares? Oh. Wait. Freddy... A nightmare with Freddy Krueger or well, Freddy Krueger's nightmares? Well, because what he does is he gives you nightmares and you can possibly die in, in your sleep. Well, that's what I mean. Like, but hi, what his nightmares would be? No, I'm kidding. No. Wordplay. <laughs> <laughs> no, Freddy no. Krueger's nightmares. Um, dream about a ghoul invasion. Mm-hmm. Oh, ghoul invasion then. All the way? All the way. Got it. Because Got it. I can know if that shit. Yeah. Because I know ghouls. Yeah. That's fair. I can figure that out. That's fair. Um, Got it. No, Freddy Krueger's always been the scariest of all of the horror the whole dying personalities. It's just the concept of of not knowing if you're awake or not. Um, That's how yeah. You know what's even creepier about all that? Again, I learned I was trying from- to reference a current pop culture thing, but I don't think you're that far into the specific series for me to mention it. Are we talking about Sabrina? We're talking about Sabrina. Okay. I am not that far into it. I'm Guys, two Sabrina's in. so good. Um, the creepiest part of the Freddy Krueger thing is that Wes Craven based it on like a real phenomena. Oh, really? Of people. It was like the the Hmong, the Hmong people. Uh-huh. Um, they were dying in their sleep. Like there was a couple oh, of soldiers. Oh, I've heard of this. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and they didn't know why. Yeah. And I, I think they still don't know why. Anyway, well, they can't ask the people who died. They can't. Yeah. (laughs) Yikes. Um, Okay, got it. So dreams. The elevator door opens, 
it's Jack. Mm-hmm. And Daniel's like, I'm going to go get coffee over here. All of the coffee. And so it's just Sam in the elevator awkwardly. Uh-huh. And then she starts humming the theme <laughs> yeah, to does. Stargate. Yeah. Yeah. Which is And it's the I most do love this part. amazingly awkward silence. Sure. And Jack's like, what's his name? Why would you? Humming. Uh, what? I'm just, yeah, what? Oh, true affair. It's Pete. You his know, name's people, Pete Shanahan. He's a cop from Denver. People should hum and sing out loud more often. Yes. I was listening, again, another podcast. Roger Daltrey was on Mark Maron's I podcast. I do love Daltrey. And he talked about how people don't sing anymore. No. To themselves, walking down the street. I mean, I do, but that's a different story. But I'm also like, not most people. Well, everyone's just kind of stuck in their own head. Yeah. We should sing more. Everyone sing more. That's your homework for this week. Yeah. That Um, is my call to action for the week. This whole scene between Jack and Sam Mm -hmm. is beautifully awkward. It is. It is. It's wonderfully awkward. so beautifully awkward. Uh, And it's none of Jack's business. It's so great, though. Yeah. I know. He's just happy that she's happy about something other than quirks. Yeah. (laughs) He's like, did I get that right? (laughs) Is that that right? They acknowledge how uncomfortable the cell is, and Jack goes, I don't know what floor this is, but this is my floor. (laughs) Yeah, this is now my floor. (laughs) So, apparently, in this scene, Uh the the legend behind the scenes for this is that she was like, what should I hum? And she was like, you know, it'd be really funny if I hummed the MacGyver theme. Oh, God, that would be cool. But, like, no one could remember quite the MacGyver theme. Oh, no. And so when they finally found, like, a thing of it, she couldn't, like, memorize it right. quick enough in order to do it. And I'm like, oh, isn't it adorable? Life before smartphones. Before it was just in your pocket when you actually had to wonder things. <laughs> this was 2004. I mean, it was probably reco- recorded in 2003. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the adorable life before smartphones. Where it's like, if somebody, the closest to a smartphone but in 2003, what would that have been? Because it's like, I'm sure is it, it even was free razor. I'm thinking there was at least um, blackberries. Yeah, blackberry yeah. would have been the There's bet. blackberries, yeah. but you can't go out to YouTube and nope. go, What's the MacGyver theme? No, <laughs> 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 I was about to ask if you knew it. <laughs> Do I know it? <laughs> Clearly, it's like asking <laughs> me if. <laughs> I'm very impressed. That's like, you know, I realize now that it's like asking me if I know the Gilmore yeah, Girls Yeah, I was going to say, do you know the Gilmore Girls Or theme? like the DuckTales theme. Yeah. And it's like, get off. Get off. Get, off. <laughs> get out of here. Get out of here. Yeah. So they did the Stargate theme and, and apparently RDA had no clue what was going to be hummed. Right. <laughs> it just was Amanda's going to hum something. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. It's so good. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. It would have been fun to see him break a little. So He's Daniel good. is again sleeping in the middle of his bedroom uh-huh. with Osiris stalking his dreams. Yeah. With Osiris Freddy Cougaring his dreams. Yeah. Uh, he's translating something as Sarah brings in books and startles him. She's, you know, fangirling over him oh, a bit. Sure. Uh, she's read everything he's ever published. He's like, what a waste of time. Yeah. <laughs> he's uh, like, I don't even read that. <laughs> she referenced his work in her doctoral thesis at Cambridge. He's like, cool. you must have failed because 
please, that's don't do that. And this entire scene just made me very uncomfortable and stressed out because <laughs> Nixie will tell you that I am in the point of a school where I have to do research and I am not cut out for it. And again, we realize that if you combine Grace and I, we form basically the most perfect, you know, transformer oh, yeah. human because uh-huh. I love the research. I, I don't know. I hate putting together my notes to write. Yeah. Whereas I love the interpretation of research. Yeah. If somebody just told me the research. Like, I I am not kidding you. There are early days in, like, not the super early days of Wikipedia, but, mm-hmm. like, when it was sort of still, ooh, Wikipedia. Yeah. I have spent almost entire days <laughs> falling down the Wikipedia yeah, hole. That? Yeah, if somebody wants to help me f- with my research project, all tips and tricks are appreciated <laughs> on Facebook page. <laughs> Their Facebook slash there's no place like Tara. <laughs> um, so she'll leave Daniel to his work, mm-hmm. but his mind ponders. He literally mm-hmm. does like he goes... Pretty girl. Translations. Pretty girl. Translations. Which one? Ask the pretty girl to coffee tea. Translations. Uh-huh. And he decides to ask the pretty girl to coffee tea. Sometimes um, the coin slip flips in a certain direction. And she looks forward to picking his brain. Ew. <laughs> in this case, literally. Yeah. Uh, and with that, Osiris takes the device off his temple and teleports away as Daniel wakes up startled. Yeah. That sounds about right. Um, um, go. No, I'm good. Okay. The next day, Sam and Pete are walking through the park. Oh, yeah. After seeing Singing in the Rain, and Pete isn't the biggest fan. And I'd be like, well, that's where I no longer see you anymore. Which, understood. But also, I've yet to meet too many guys that are. This is true. And, and it could just be a trope. Too like Maybe. the standard male doesn't. He does say he's more of a Fred Astaire fan, yeah, which I can't fault him for that. I mean, the fact that he can pick the name Fred Astaire. Out. Royal Wedding is one of my favorites. Oh wow! Yeah, see, I'm trying to think of what I like the best. I am a fan of Anchors Away, which is not Fred Astaire. It's not, but I do love Anchors Away. Uh, yeah, I love Anchors Away. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, that's not Fred Astaire. That's Gene Kelly. Yeah. Uh, Gene Kelly is probably my dude. Yeah, he was G- also singing in the rain. He, yes, we ignore. Some of it's it's like with Sinatra. I love him, so I ignore some of the questionable things in his personal life with his sure. actors with other people and just enjoy what they put on film. Yep. No, but I I was always a Gene Kelly. I love Fred Astaire, but I do like. It's hard for me to pick between the two. Yeah. I just pick movies, and I love Royal Wedding. I love Anchors Away, and I think Singing in the Rain was one of the first big classic movie musicals that I saw. Yeah. So it's always going to have a place in my heart. That's fair. Yeah. Um, also Demi Reynolds. Uh, I'm a big fan of Funny Face. And then I realized that because I, I loved Audrey Hepburn. Yeah. So, but then I realized that Audrey Hepburn, although she's a good dancer, she she's was not, not a dancer. She's not Fred Astaire. Well, that's the thing is she is a trained dancer. She yeah. just doesn't have the same charisma for dance. As someone who grew up uh-huh. Dancing, mm-hmm. I I know fl- first like firsthand that there is a difference between being trained to dance, yeah, and having the charisma spark of dance. Yeah, she's a better actress than a dancer. Yes, I would have. I grew. I, I danced for eighteen years. Yeah, I did national dance competitions. <laughs> I spent more hours in a dance studio than I can ever care to remember. You, however, I did not have the technique. 
Right. I could capture people on stage and had a great time and, like, would stand out. Yeah. And there's one time that I improv an entire tap routine (laughs) on stage because I forgot it all. Nice. (laughs) Because It was a solo, thankfully. Thankful, yeah. (laughs) Um, But I was never a technical dancer. There you go. So there's there is I know full well that there's a difference between being a trained dancer yeah. and being a specifically good charismatic, dancer. <laughs> yeah, someone who can hold the attention of the people. Yes. Um but Pete does say that the term classic is reserved for things like the French Connection, Dirty Harry, <laughs> and I forget the last one he said because it autocorrected to service, and that is not right. Huh. Serpico. So thank you. Yes. My auto... I didn't even notice because I wasn't looking that it went Serpico to service. <laughs> but as Sam points out, those are cop movies. Uh-huh. And just because there's no guns or car chases and singing in the rain or nudity, Pete points out, um, <laughs> and Sam, my girl, throws out... Well, your chances of that are slim to none Yowza. now, buddy. <laughs> Pete goes into save mode. Yeah. Uh, save, 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 save. Have I mentioned I'm a really good dancer? Save, 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 save. Yeah. How do I How do I come back from here? And still holding hands, they arrive at her house. Uh, he doesn't want to head back to Denver after his case is finished. Uh, and he's talking, he, he's talking about taking two weeks vacation to see where this thing goes. Damn. Talk about moving fast. And you can tell that this is like, Sam is going, can we discuss this? Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> because I can't take two weeks vacation. Ever. Like, yeah. I, yeah. Well, and the thing is also to take two weeks vacation for someone you just met. For some people, two weeks is all you get all year. Yeah. Like, that's... I do have a hunch black. Sam <laughs> does get a lot more than two weeks vacation. That's um, And... She pulls the, I have to get up really early to go look at telescopes line. Uh-huh. And he goes, dude, I'm a cop. Like, I know that that's bullshit. Yeah. And he goes, can you just, can we continue this discussion later? Yeah. <laughs> and, and he reluctantly leaves. Yeah, sure. So again, in Daniel's dream, Sarah arrives with coffee, but first a little human contact and they snog. Yeah. Uh, so they're a thing now. Everyone's snogging this episode. Yeah. So and much making out. I'm just waiting for, so like... So much tonsil hockey. Jack and Teal to feel left out and be like, fuck it. <laughs> Let's just make it. out. Yeah. Uh, so she has something else for Daniel as well. Mm. Sarah says it was found in Morocco, but in reality, it is an ancient tablet. Yes. She continues the same story like Daniel... A story about thousands of years old and it predates and blah, blah, blah. Daniel recognizes it somehow, though. Um, medieval Latin is a derivative, mm-hmm. so he can use that as a reference point. He doesn't know how he knows that that's a derivative. He just knows. That's a thing. It's and a thing now. Sarah Osiris is like, score. Yeah, so yeah. she's just planting things into his dreams to gather information. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So the next day, Daniel uh. is almost just face first. On, like, on the table. Uh-huh. <laughs> Sam rubs his back in a really adorable way. Yeah, like, it's okay, buddy. <laughs> no. It's like when your dog is getting sick. Yeah. Like, it's all right, bud. And Get he mentions in his dream that the tablet was written. He goes, is it weird? It was written in ancient. I could read ancient. Sam's like, dude, are you that tired? You can do that shit when you're awake. Yeah. You, you the, can read ancient. You can... And she, and he side eyes her. He gets a lot of side eye in this yeah. episode. Yeah. Well, because if you look at it objectively, a lot of the things that he's streaming, it's like, yeah, dude, you've had a crazy life. You're going to dream this stuff. Yeah. Like, it would be very easy to just ignore him. 
Uh-huh. Which would be like, all right, dude, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Teal'c is a bit more hopeful, yeah. uh, thinking that <laughs> maybe your brain is trying to reveal something to you. You know, you saw a vision uh-huh. of R- Braytek and Ryak from when you ascended that saved right. them. So maybe it's kind of along the same thing. He goes, maybe translate the tablet next time. And hmm. Daniel wonders if maybe he actually knew the location of the lost city and just don't remember it. Because of the whole possible. ascension. I like that idea. And he just drops his head into his hands again. <laughs> Damn it. I feel like he does. And Oma took it out of his brain. Or wiped him. Wiped him. But it's always the can you recover things off the white hard drive situation. Yes. Let's hope so. So back in his dreams, Sarah has set up a candlelit dinner and is holding a glass of wine in a clear way that they will be shagging in this library yep. after dinner. I mean, that's a pretty good setting for it. It's, yeah. <laughs> I mean, books are great sound yeah. absorbers. Yeah. Uh, he's like, I really don't deserve you. She's like, nope. No, you don't. Also, I'm not me. I'm a gold. You've been bad. I'm a gold. <laughs> As she pours him a glass of wine and preps some food, they discuss the tablet. He has he has something about a starting point, an origin, steps of a great journey leading to a city, a place of great power, something mm. along these lines. It's a map telling of a city where an ancient race of humans once lived. Ding, 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 ding! Yeah, he's just regurgitating all the info. It's where you you have the air horn. Pew, pew, pew! <laughs> yeah. I can't do it as well as Mr. Phil can. Mr. Phil, we need air horns. So, Sam arrives at home, and there's a single rose on a step. Let's take a minute. Yes. Sam parks outside of her own house on the street. Yes. Why? Uh, I couple 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 possibilities. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe she does not have a garage out okay. back. Okay. Okay. There's plenty of houses if it's older yeah. that doesn't have one. Uh, B, her garage is filled with her motorcycles and a whole bunch of other gear. I that like there's that one. no room for her car in her garage. That's very true. Okay, we're good. Continue. Or she was about to head back out again, so she didn't want to go. She's just do- running in, running yeah. out. That's okay. I'm, because I'm gonna- if there's a garage, it's definitely one of those. It's the thin passway in the back. Yeah, yeah, because there's no, there's, there's nothing no, out front. No. And she's got that little chain link guy. It could just be that she didn't feel like opening the chain link. Um, yeah, that was my I, one thing where it's like, you're in your own house. I think her garage is filled. That's fair. She has a two-car garage. She needs a four-car garage. <laughs> she needs, yeah. She needs a designated garage to for be her fair, car. And the just, size of that house makes me think that it's only a one-car garage back there. It's an old-school house. In which case, there would definitely not be room she for a car. She just needs a carport. Like, yeah. she needs to add on a carport. Because <laughs> we had a one-car garage. We never put a car in that yeah, thing. Yeah, there's no car in our one-car garage. So, um, but also, I love her early 2000s outfit. It, it flashed me back to. So, at that time, yeah. I was, you know, just barely old enough to have a job. I was, before I worked in TV, I worked at Mervyn's. Oh, I know people, Mervyn's. Okay, good. Yes. Some people know Mervyn's, some don't. Mervyn's was basically Kohl's. Uh huh. Basically a clothing store where it's like, it was like the mom store. Yeah. To, for lack of a better way to word it. But all of her outfit is like a Mervyn's outfit. It yes. was just like the perfect, but like the cool outfit. Uh-huh, the cool like, mom. Yeah. It's just perfect. I'm the cool mom. Flash me back to that space. Uh, so there's a single rose on her step with a note that says dinner at eight. Surprise yes. to follow. Dress up. Dude. 
Here's how I learned why. Dude's got game. Yeah. And here's why I learned why, as much as I think I like surprises, I wouldn't. <laughs> I wouldn't do well because it's like, fuck you. What if I have plans at eight is my initial reaction to that. <laughs> as much as I think I love surprises, some part of me wants to have a little bit of Could not. Could you imagine if he showed up and there was a note on the door going, sorry, I had to work? Yeah, basically. <laughs> That's what I think would happen to me. It's like, no, I, I got, it's I'm a, doing homework. It's a deep space emergency. <laughs> deep space. It's deep spaces in quotation marks. Yeah. Oh, gosh. <laughs> but it is wonderful. It and is. I love a good it's surprise. super romantic. I do love a good surprise. So Teal has started to think that maybe uh, the lost... Oh, sorry. Oh, let's not I forgot skip the this intro. Part. I forgot the let's intro. Let's not skip that at all. Back at the SGC that night. <laughs> We're pumping iron. Daniel and Teal are working out, and apparently they're saying words. Uh, at some point, they at talk. At some point, I think they have words. I think I may have actually sent to Nixie. You're going to have to fill me in on this conversation <laughs> later. Um, yeah. And even when I rewatched it, I was like, God dang, these dudes are swole. They, I, listen... Two things. Uh-huh. A, if I had a gym at my office, mm-hmm. I would hit the gym. B, if they were there, I would also go I to the I would always be at the gym. Now, how much I will use the equipment is another story. I would use the equipment. I think I would start to, but then eventually you just kind of oh, get no. distracted. No, I would be distracted in the same way of like, I want to look like the feet. I want to be that. Yeah. I want to be... And the thing is, I'm not surprised by Teal. Teal's a badass. Yeah. Teal's our fighter. He's buff. But my goodness, Daniel. Do you remember season one, Daniel Jackson? Yeah. Do you remember when I said he'll make a metamorphosis as uh-huh. the seasons go? Yeah. Could you even imagine? It's just the, like, those arms are ridiculous. He's an archaeologist. Yeah. Like, what? how much <laughs> brushing of fossils or whatever stuff are you doing that those arms are so buff? No, just the size of his weights are huge, too. It's just yeah. like, whoa, dude. Like, that's a lot of weight. Yeah. I'm impressed. And he's, like, tired. He's and not he's sleeping. Still, yeah, which is actually very bad for your muscles. It is. Um, no, I'm just very impressed. That's why like, he I went t- down to half of what he normally does. <laughs> Oh, okay. And, like, Teal's probably over there benching, like, 400 pounds, knowing Teal. Yeah. I do love that in order that they fall into the trope of, in order for two dudes to have a very deep conversation, <laughs> they yeah. must be doing some very... Like, manly the manliest thing. manly thing. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, bro. So what they're actually discussing, (laughs) if you put on closed caption or just don't look at the TV, Uh uh, Teal is starting to think that maybe the location of the Lost City is not what his mind is searching for. Right. Uh, if if he can't translate it in his dreams, maybe it's not meant to be translated Mm. since... Now that Teal sleeps, right. he has developed an interest in the subject of dreams. Yeah. And Tantil's like, okay, Sigmund. Yeah. Feel me? I like that. Sigmund Teal. <laughs> so Teal thinks that maybe this has more to do with Osiris. With Sarah. Yep. Um, ding, ding, ding. Teal, you're good. And it's not really about finding an answer. It's more with just dealing with desires that cannot be fulfilled. Which I think is a lot of dreams. Yeah. Um... And Daniel's like, great, so I'm never going to get a good night's sleep again. Nope. And Teal'c is like, I mean, I'll know how you sleep well anyway. He's like, I don't know how well you ever got any sleep. I mean, knowing your past, 
it's questionable how you've slept, period. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, thanks. That's really helpful. Daniel puts his glasses on. He goes, thank you. This conversation has been disturbing on many levels. That's my, I think it's been one of my favorite Daniel lines it's ever. It's a great line. This conversation has been disturbing on many levels. Also, Daniel made a major gym faux pas, and he did not put his weights away. Mm. Nor wipe them down. Oh, You're supposed yeah. to wipe down your weights and then put them away. That's true. Well, for, from our understanding, he is new to this weightlifting business. <laughs> true. So. Dan or Teal will cover him, don't worry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Pete arrives to pick up Sam and basically cannot form words what? once he sees her. No, everybody's just looking really good in this episode. Every, this is a good episode. This is a, a very sexy episode. If you just lose the flower on the dress for me. Yeah, I'm not a fan a, of those ruffles of the... I, I almost... Listen, this is a great look. Yeah. You can't go wrong with a halter dress. Amanda looks fantastic in halter dresses. Yeah. To be fair, Amanda looks fantastic in could, pretty much you anything you put, put her on. in a potato sack and she would look wonderful. Um, I almost wanted it to be, you, you remember True Lies? Yeah. When she's going, she's in the hotel and she's like rips the stuff off the yep. dress and sticks her hair back. Yeah. That's kind of the Amanda I was hoping, the, the, yeah. the Sam I was hoping for in this oh, scene. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The, it's um, a little more femme fatale. It's, yeah. Well, the thing is, the dress is very cute. Yes. But Sam is hot. Exactly. Which is why if you just got rid of the ruffles, yeah. I could even leave a red trim where the red is. That's fair. And just not be the ruffles. Yeah. This is the uh, design according to Stargate uh -huh. episode. But yeah. she looks good. Uh -huh. So he surprises her by taking her to a large dance hall with a live band. This is adorable. It's Harry and Marge's 50th wedding anniversary. And the best band name ever. And the best band name ever. The hip replacements. <laughs> I saw the and then an H and I went, is her name the hip replacements? Because that would be the best band ever. And it totally is. It is the best thing. Uh, I want them at my next party. The hip replacements. Uh, I want them to perform at my next party. And later, as the lights are down low. And I love how the music, is. they're almost playing in the mood and almost playing Moonlight Serenade. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I like just how just no one's enough. dancing to the beat of what's actually no. playing. There's no music no. playing in that place. No, and that's the thing. It's like when you, I know when you film, there's yeah. a different thing playing uh -huh. than what, but I like how nobody's on the beat to this fake music. No one is. <laughs> it's very At least just guys go, like someone needs to be like off just Clapping. doing a little just beat clap. to it. Yeah. <laughs> there's just 7,000 beats happening. <laughs> well, listen, it's their 50th wedding anniversary. Mm -hmm. Maybe a lot of people forgot their hearing aids oh. in the house. That's very fair. That's very fair. <laughs> um, and Pete is saying it's nice to know that people still say together no matter what, oh, isn't it? And there is, really is something very pained on Sam's face, you can oh, tell. Oh, God. So in Daniel's dreams, he's getting really frustrated that he can't translate the tablets. Uh -huh. And Sarah prompts him that the word he's stuck in is doorways. And he gets a little, like, his cockles go up. Uh -huh. Like, how did you fucking know that? Yeah. And she tries to play it off. Oh, it just it just makes sense that the word would go there. And after they kiss, Daniel's like, we were supposed to have dinner, weren't we? Mm -hmm. It's our two month anniversary. I'm sorry. Is that a thing people do? <laughs> is that a thing adults do? Is that a thing anyone who is not a teenager does? Now, I will say this. If my boyfriend spent his entire life in the library and we did not get a nut of dates out if I had to use that as an excuse to go out to dinner. Okay. 
I wouldn't be against it. Okay. Okay. But on average, no, it's not going to be, let's do something for our two-month anniversary. Because the truth is, I don't know, because we don't do anything for any anniversary. Yeah. Because that's just who we are. Yeah. As people. Um, <laughs> we, we might go out, but, like, maybe not on... The yeah. anniversary? Like, Jesse and I could not tell you exactly how many years we've been together with, with full confidence. I, well... See, like, we usually go, three? Four? See, what's fun is, uh, <laughs> like, Nick and I met on Halloween. Oh, okay. So we know pretty... Yeah. Pretty concrete. <laughs> see, we know, like, July. Yeah. But ask me which year, and I'm like, it's either this one or this oh, one. Oh, here's the thing. I can't remember which year because I can't do math. I can tell me oh. how many years it's been. Got it. But I, I wouldn't be able to tell you what year it was. Yeah. Because I'd have to. You guys remember how I'm not allowed to do math coronary anymore? Mixing math is not good. I don't do math well. But anyway, I, I'm just in. It's just two months seems like no time at all as yeah. I get older. It's yeah, like, yeah. It doesn't even. I don't even know that we'd get more than three it's dates. It's like, in can three. you tell that you are dating after two months sometimes? Yeah. 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 So, um,. And and she's like, no, it's it's fine. If it was important to me, I would have said something. And Daniel kind of pauses. And That's he, when he's like, you're caught, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, you were supposed to leave. Yeah, the real Sarah got mad here. Got real mad. And since he's starting to remember things, Sarah's like, nope, we're going to press this button. Oh, eject, eject. That's a little too hard. That, oh, no, I'm not leaving. Your work is more important. Yeah. And you can change the world. And I don't want to be in your way. And she I'll got order greedy. some pizza. She got greedy. <laughs> if she were smart, she would have been like, you're right, I am mad. I was pretending I wasn't mad. Exactly. But she got so greedy to get that information yep. in this sitting. Osiris done fucked up. Uh-huh. And later, as Pete drops Sam off, oh, she asks if he wants to come in. Yeah. And I remember, and I always flashback at this point to oh. the my favorite Eddie Izzard thing, Dressed to Kill. Okay. He's like, do you want some coffee? And coffee is code for, do you want some sex? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which it is. <laughs> it is. <laughs> um, I want some coffee. Yeah. Uh, and he's like, I don't know. I mean, I haven't seen the inside of your house. It seems like a big step. <laughs> and this right here is perfect. What if you're super messy? Or what if you're worse? You're a neat freak. And she just gets out of the car. She's like, okay, bye. It's like, she no, calls his bluff, she ca <laughs> which I love. I love that she's like, fine, suit yourself. I'm uh -huh. good. I will find a way to take care of myself. I have been doing so for many years. Yeah. <laughs> um, also, this is a pretty hot scene. They go inside and they snog hard. Yeah, it's it's pretty, pretty well done. And it's one of those things where for television these days especially that's basically pg i think at this point but this is stargate and we don't go here very no, often and it's also we're no longer on showtime no we're not so this is pretty steamy they're they go at each other um and it's pretty clear they're going to explore each other's deep space telemetry uh -huh. real soon they're getting all up in each other's houses yep uh i do love the don't look at the bookshelf yeah. line <laughs> now why do we think like it's not like she's got a book that's Stargate. No, no, no. What I think it was is because earlier when he's like, what if you're a neat freak and you have organized bins and you have everything? Oh. Her bookshelf is meticulously. She's got a Dewey Decimal System uh -huh. happening. Yeah. That's yeah. why she's like, don't look at the bookshelf. <laughs> it's not like gold for dummies. Or, 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 or there's like the. Also, the, I want a book that's gold for dummies. Or the Barney Stinson hallway of porn. <laughs> 
<gasps> oh, Except yeah. Except it's Sam's version of porn. It's just a, it's a whole way of science books. <laughs> Sam How to Carter. Sons 101. Sam Carter porn. <laughs> That's how she gets off. Yeah. Um, so the next morning, the light, Sam's hair, major Meg Ryan and Top Gun vibes going oh, on. Yeah. Their pillow talk is all about how Pete became a cop. Uh-huh. He said he just watched too much TV, but secretly there's a story. He had a rough childhood. Dun, dun, dun. A cop took him under his wing. Yeah. And his ex-wife didn't like the job, and he came home and his stuff was on the front lawn with voice papers on top. Oh. I mean, he doesn't blame her. The hours suck, and, you know. It's not for everyone. Listen. It's just not. There is a serious stress level when your spouse is a Leo. Yeah. Like, that's just. It. It's the same yeah. thing with military. Yeah. Like, if if one person is a service member, there is a different level of stress that exists, not between the two people, but... And there's just... Some people choose that that is not the life for them. And some people go, well, the outcome is better and we can work through this shit. Yeah. Uh, it's just who he is. He can't do anything different. Mm-hmm. And he just needs... That person was not able to cope and he'd be happier with someone who can cope. And right. Sam can understand... I mean, we there's personal, close and personal friends and family yes. whose relationships. I'm like, wow, I don't know if I can survive that. Yeah, good on them. Uh huh. Yeah, and um, <laughs> this is where we get a big fracture in their developing relationship. Oh because yeah, because Sam can't tell him what she does. It so sucks too because it's like, wow, if you only knew how symmetrical, how. Um, well matched you would be because of the understanding they could have for each other. See, and my problem with this, there are people out there who do not like Pete. Oh. And the reason I can understand that is he is in law enforcement. Mm-hmm. If anyone, he's not just a beat cop. Right. You know what I mean? He's if an investigator. anyone is going to be able to understand when she goes, I can't tell you what I do. It should be him. It should be him. Yeah. And he and he's like... But it's also in his nature as an investigator to keep digging. It is. But at the same time, like, his he has a line where he's like, you know, we can have a future, but you won't share your life with me. And I'm like, dude, you've been going out for basically half a second. Right. He does move too fast. And I think that's my problem is she said, I wish I could tell you. You know she has, like, she, you know she doesn't do deep space telemetry, dude. Yeah. And you know, like, whatever she's doing, it is something that she's not going to, if she's not able to tell you, she's certainly not going to break whatever secrecy and top secret she has which, for some dude that she's just slept with for the first time. Which ultimately, I hope, what he would have found if things didn't work out the way they did... There should be some sense of respect there. And, exactly. And liking her even more and for I not telling him. And I think that's the part that bothers me about Pete. Yeah. Is that he gets on his high horse and he he's does. like, oh, well, you're not telling me. But at the same time, he needs to go, if she's not allowed, she's not allowed. Yeah. What can it be that? Yeah. I, I get I do get that. I do get that. But I also understand that he's not working with a full logical brain right now. Then you know what? If he's dating her and he's... Then just keep poking at it like it's a joke or something. Yeah. It's... You know what? This is the point where even the least suspicious person 
does like the Facebook history check yes. of the person they're dating. But he does a little bit more than... Well, he does because he has access to a lot. He then goes outside much. in his car and calls up his buddy at the FBI. That part's a little bit... And has Faraday for a full background check on Sam. Yeah. Now, here's my other question is, how much of Sam's life does Mark know? Does Mark know everything? Her brother? I don't think so. Because, I no. mean, I know that their dad's gone. Does he even know why his dad's gone? I don't think so. I think he thinks his dad's still in the FBI or in the Air Force. So, because to me, that would be another point in what you're saying, where if even her brother's like, leave it alone. Yeah. Then it's like, leave it alone. Exactly. If her own brother can leave it alone, you should be able to because leave it alone. Because I'm, I'm pretty sure their brother may not, definitely doesn't know anything about the Stargate. Mm-hmm. Probably knows Deep Space Telemetry is a cover. Right. But at the same time, hasn't been told Deep Space Telemetry is yeah. a cover. Yeah. But, you know, with, with the history that that Jacobs had. Yeah, he's like, clearly my bro- my sister and my dad are doing some shit that I exactly. don't want to know about. Um, you would think that would have come up yeah. in, like, the setup. Like, hey, here's what my... Or maybe he didn't. Maybe he just left it alone. I was like, here's my sister. She's really cool. Let's say that. Yeah, because I think to me, if, if Pete knows that it's Deep Space Telemetry with a wink, then just know it's Deep Space Telemetry with a wink. Uh-huh. Yeah. And just know that that's, you get that that's not the true thing. Yeah. But don't be calling just up the goddamn FBI for a background check yeah. of a girl that you just started dating. Yeah. That's why I. That be, it becomes like an ethical thing. That's why I don't really like Pete that much. That's fair. That's fair. And personally, I think if Sam knew that Pete did that. Do you think it would be a deal breaker? Because it is. I think, Yeah. Because there's a lot of things that people do that are shitty, but they're not deal breakers. I think for Sam, it would be. Yeah. Damn. Because for Sam, that Damn, is Damn, Pete. Because for Sam, that's a breach of trust. Right. I told you this, and now yeah. here's where we are. Now, at this point where we get to the end of the episode, when she's now read him into the whole Stargate program. Yeah. At that point... W- that is a lot of faith that that relationship is going to work out. I think I, where I would have been pissed is when he shows up. Yes. That's when I've been like, you got to fucking go. Yeah. Like, it wouldn't matter at that point. You sign an NDA for the shit that you just saw, but then and we're you done. you got to go. Go back to Denver. Yeah. Bye. Bye, yeah. Felicia. Yeah. So, as much as I like Pete, and I think that they're really adorable as a couple, I don't like Pete. Oh. Because I think... He's well, Pete. Yeah, bad times. Bad for times Pete. for Pete. Um. So in Daniel's lab, he's still tired, a little bit better than before. Mm-hmm. Um. He just can't translate. He knows it's a gate address on the tablet, but he can't translate it. In his dreams, it's almost like he's not in control. Like he's just watching things unfurl in the first person. Um. But it, it's off still to him. Like Sarah loved him, and he. Mm-hmm. F- figures he had some feelings for her back but his first love was his work right Uh, and that's what destroyed their relationship before anything could really start but this sarah is putting daniel's work even before herself yeah and sam's like sounds like a male fantasy yeah which is yeah yeah not wrong no um but i love that the real sarah is far more evolved than to be that person yes i'd love that in in a way this becomes like a look sarah was Really fucking cool. Yeah. Real Sarah she is was way cool. Really cool. Because 
at the end of the day, she's like, I'm a human being and a person too, and fuck your work. It is important. Exactly. But it doesn't make me any less important. And I think the fact that they still work together yeah. was yeah. fine. But she's like, yeah, we're better off just co-workers because and co-researchers. I need someone who can put me as a priority. Yeah. Um, and I like, this is a third little cute squinty eye that oh, the two yeah. of them give together. It's yeah. so cute. <laughs> this is such, for all of the bad juju I get from Pete, it's such good sibling. It's very good. I just good. love Daniel and Sam and that bond that the two of them have They do. Together. I love when they're teasing each other. Yeah. Really, I think I love when Sam's teasing any of them. Like uh-huh. the thing with Jonas, too. Yeah. She's just really good at that. She like, is. And I don't know if in real life Amanda Tapping's, t- if she's tapping into anything. Yeah, yeah. Like if she's got siblings <laughs> of her own or what. But she's just really good at it. It's just. I do know she has very two brothers, personable. at least. Yeah. yeah. It's just very personable. It feels very familiar, very mm-hmm. natural. Like, yeah, that is that is how you would kind of rib it. Exactly. Um, so I almost drank the candle instead of my Don't coffee. drink the candle, please. Don't do that. I got it. It's fine. Move I'm that fine. away I'm a good. little bit. So <laughs> Tilk ignores all of the cute sibling shenanigans mm-hmm. and starts putting the pieces together that Daniel has told them. He arranges all this info and reminds them that the Gould have the technology to explore people's memories. We have the technology. So sometime later in the briefing room, they explain to Hammond how they think Osiris might be here on Earth, manipulating uh-huh. Daniel's dreams, and Jack just thinks that's kinky. It feels a little bit of a leap. It, like, it's a little bit listen, of a leap. we're like three quarters of the way through this episode. We gotta keep rolling, okay? Yeah, like, look, I get it. I get it that <laughs> this is... But damn, do they roll a nat 20 on that one. They do. <laughs> nat 20 on intuition, yeah. for sure. <laughs> Daniel's pretty sure Osiris is here looking for the location of the lost city and is subconscious using the memories of Sarah since it's convenient. Uh-huh. And using some stolen from Thor's mind Asgard beaming technology. Yeah. She's sneaking in Daniel's house, hacking into his subconscious via his dreams. And they can't just kidnap and mind probe Daniel because the mind probes don't access the subconscious. Mm-hmm. And Daniel thinks it's tucked really deep via Oma's mind wipe. Yeah. Since most likely the gold would try to force out force any round Asgard technology into their square ghoul hole. <laughs> the jamming device Sam is working on conveniently early in the episode yeah. that no one's paying attention to uh-huh. could come in handy here. Let's do it. So they want to set up a trap. Daniel will be the bait. Which this is, I keep doing this now with, with Stargate, is I'm, I'm I'm filing away the things that they do for D&D moves. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, good, good, good call. Uh-huh. Good call. If someone's being possessed, uh-huh. if you will, you use that possession as a way to capture the thing that's possessing them. Well, I'm just saying that eventually I think my character is going to be able to uh, project an image of herself somewhere <laughs> that could be handy. I like it. Um. But they want to set up a trap. Daniel's going to be the bait. But Daniel doesn't want to spring the trap until he's gotten the location of the lost city. <laughs> I love how this And he does this spiel about how important it is. And Jack's going, great plan. Top notch. Uh-huh. Question, how are you supposed to know when you get the location? <laughs> If it's all in your head yeah. while you're sleeping. This is my favorite part because we don't actually answer that. And Daniel goes, magnets. Yeah. <laughs> I love that because I feel like the writers basically did the same thing. They were like, no. Use your imagination. Honor and interaction. Yeah. Nah. What? what was that? Can't hear They'll you. wing it. Yeah. And Hammond gives him a go. Uh-huh. So, because it's like, fuck it, we have no other 
Uh, Pete's FBI agent friend calls him up, and he's like, yeah, um, she's been scrubbed, and really the only info is, like, the perfect ask-no-questions info, so she's definitely Black Ops. This is the part where I think he makes the deal breaker for me. Yeah. So, it's not the looking in, the investigating, I understand the curiosity, but the fact that his FBI friend's like, hey... Yeah. This is how deep this shit is? Yeah. She's legit? Yeah. That's when I think he should have backed off. Uh-huh. And instead, instead he, doesn't. he doesn't. That's the part where I'm like, look, if somebody gets to that point and it's like black ops, I'm like, cool. Uh-huh. Line drawn. Yeah. Line drawn. I'm not looking into this further. Exactly. I'm going to show some respect to this person. Exactly. And then hopefully we get to a place where they trust me enough to tell me. And then that's when I, when they tell me, I go, hey... I have to confess that I looked up and I knew this far. Yeah. And that's all I knew. That's not what he does. No. Not somehow, even a little bit. Because somehow... Um, Sam, Basically, he finds out that Sam's not lying. That Sam's not... Yeah. If they're like, no, there's nothing weird on this person. She's making shit up. She's just a normal person. That's when I would press Sam more. Beca- you know what I mean? Because even when Sam goes out to the car, Pete's sitting in his car on the same street and then follows her. That's what I mean. But so like, let's say this, let's say you meet a person and they yeah. tell you things like this and you look at them up and your FBI friend says, instead of saying, hey, she's yeah. been scrubbed, they're like, there's nothing here. This little person's making shit up. Yeah. Then I understand what Pete would do. Yeah. But if there's some legitimacy to what your friend finds, that's mm-hmm. when you're like, line I drawn. mean, I drew that line in the sand once I saw that Nick's entire background was scrubbed. And then, yeah. And then, and that he is yeah. something. I tried to pull no, a line here and it I didn't mean, work. He's under witness protection. Uh-huh. Uh, for some things that he knows. Covert op chef. Yeah. <laughs> he knows Kung Fu. Chef is his <laughs> cover. He's actually a professional assassin with uh-huh. knives. Yeah. Um, it's like the Bob's the Burgers government. episode that's an Archer's episode where it's a crossover episode. Can I tell you how much my mind blew when I realized that it's the same voice actor? <laughs> Because I don't watch Bob Burgers oh, and right. I love Archer. So all of a sudden I was watching Bob Burgers and I kind of just did this like. Why is Archer on the TV? Because I wasn't watching it. Yeah. I just was hearing <laughs> the audio and I was like, are you watching Archer? <laughs> no, I'm watching Bob's Burgers. <laughs> huh? Brain broke. Brain no function. Uh, yeah. John H. Benjamin or H. John Benjamin. I don't remember where the initial goes. I just call him Archer. Uh, Jesse and I have already decided that we would, when we're rich and famous uh-huh. or just rich, yeah. we want to pay him to just read us bedtime stories. That's fine. <laughs> I have a couple people like that. Yeah, it's just, I just, the, the voice is just perfect. Mm-hmm. It's just perfection. Uh, I was complimenting uh, domestic partner Jesse the other day about when he was he was reading something out to us in a game. Uh-huh. And I was like, you are sounding exactly like Will Wheaton these days. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And he did take that very well. It was meant he as a great compliment. that compliment. <laughs> so, you never know which way the wind's going to blow, <laughs> boyfriend Jesse. So at the SGC, Sam tries to call Pete and just gets its voicemail. And what movie or show is it where they're like... If the voicemail picks up after just two rings and he's blocking you. Oh, God. Do you know what I'm referring to? Vaguely. Vaguely, but I cannot find it. I can't it in remember my brain. it either, but there is something very distinctively I remember where it's like if it rings five times, it's just naturally gone to voicemail. But if but it goes if it to goes voicemail early, after like two, then they've blocked see, you. See, I just always thought that was a legitimate fact. I'm pretty <laughs> sure it is, but there's something that yeah. points it out. 
So Jack shows up right on voicemail cue. Mm-hmm. Uh, Daniel's with the team setting up cameras down at his house, and Teal'c is picking out donuts. Yes, um, I love the donuts. I believe that was my other AKA for this episode, now that I remember, was I volunteer for donuts. I volunteer for donuts. <laughs> which I will get the reference to that later. Oh, boy. Because I have a thing. About the donuts. Okay. So the jamming device is in the van down by the river. So um, they also have trank darts since those can get through the gold shields. Right. Uh, They've also alerted local authorities just in case. Yeah. And Jack asks how Pete is. I wonder. uh, Yeah. I I wonder what they tell the local authorities. Oh, we haven't. We haven't. We're we're arresting someone. We have an op going down. We're we're expecting a disturbance. Yeah. Don't be alarmed. Yeah. Yeah. Got it. Okay. So, you know, it normally doesn't bother Sam saying this. Normally doesn't bother you because you know they can't cope. Right. With the truth. Because everyone on this base has probably had this discussion. Yeah. Everyone on this base has to go through this. Walter can't say what he does. Oh, yeah. Um, but you Sam... You think Walter has, like, a wife and kids who thinks he just goes off to work every day and, like... You know what I mean? Like, either just has, that, like, an office gig somewhere? Either that or has, like, three dogs. Oh. I feel like he, he his family must think he lives the most mundane life. Yeah. Like, he sells paper at Dunder Mifflin. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Oh, I love that. Um, but Sam really thinks that Pete could have. Uh-huh. And she's already here speaking in past tense that Pete could have. Yeah, she's already it. broken up with him in her, in her head. So... That night, everyone but Daniel are in the van down by the river, uh-huh. and Jack asks Daniel if he's sleeping yet. <laughs> I do love this. It's like, how weird would this feel? Even if you didn't sleep, let's just remove all the way the weird things Daniel does in his sleep. Let's pretend that you are a Nixie, yeah. and that there's a gold in your brain, so all of us are now watching you sleep. How freaking weird is that? I would never sleep. Like, first of all, for me, it's like, just so you guys know, I don't wear clothes to bed. Let's start there. It's so weird. Yeah. So close your eyes for a minute while I get in. (laughs) So, um... And, and by the way, is Daniel's house down the street from Sam's? Because the neighborhood looks identical. <laughs> it's very similar. I would love you know, his they might, house. They might. It might be like the, you know, like the 60s and NASA. And that would be actually A, really cute. Yeah. And B, I love their adorable little homes. Yes. I would like they one. They do have great homes. Please. And Pete is down the street watching the watchers. <laughs> and somehow both Sam and Jack pass on donuts. How? How? Do you see the look on Teal'c's face? He is so sad. Like, you have dishonored his mother. Like, you, I, I wonder if he made donuts. That's like, how sad he looks. It's like you took a treat away from a puppy. Why would you do that? Like, just little puppy Teal'c. Teal'c, I will have a donut. I will have five donuts, Teal'c. Teal'c, I volunteer for I- donuts. <laughs> That is, this is the source of my AKA. Yeah, I volunteer for donuts. I volunteer for donuts. <laughs> I do love that. Because just take a goddamn donut. Yeah. Look at the pride on that man's face. Yeah. Because if he didn't hand make these donuts, no. he went down to the fancy gourmet uh-huh. donut place in town. And he had picked he them. He specifically picked out donut flavors for all of his friends. He didn't just get, say, give me a baker's dozen. He didn't. He didn't. He was just give me a mix. Of, no, he was like... Two of that one. Yes. One of that one. Though three, yeah. These are my friend's donuts. Yeah. And they just passed. Shitty 
friends. I volunteer for donuts. I love that. I want that I on a shirt for now. Donut. Now I now I want a donut. <laughs> it's like oh, I volunteer for donut and just a pack of that open pink box yeah. that Jill has on it. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> I volunteer for donut. Yes, let's do it. Okay, so Osiris beams into Daniel's weird diagonal room, uh-huh. and Sam activates her jammer. It's strawberry this time. Uh-huh. Uh, and Jack and Teal go into the house. And Pete sees them go in. And the boys just creep her around the house for uh, yeah. a while. This is the part where I'm like, oh, cool. So Pete is going to die because all of uh-huh. Sam's loves die. And Pete just creepers outside for a bit. Mm-hmm. And the morning comes. No one has moved. And I mean, Daniel's got to be getting close to, this, to, the, to the address at this point, right? Yeah. But inside his dream, nope. What about morning wood? Like, <laughs> you are friends watch you get more. Like, I'm just really we- 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 weirded out by all the the sleep things that yeah. I don't need my friends to no. see. I just don't need it. Sometimes, what listen. What if you see something weird in your dream? Sometimes you just wake up in positions that are super awkward. You're like, how did this happen? Sometimes I wake up. In just like weird positions, and I was like, I don't even know if I want. I'm just gonna move before this- Nick sees it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, come on! I'm just thinking of all the things that could. It's such an intimate thing. It is. It's just the most intimate. Like thing. your clothes always move in weird ways. Oh, things get wound up in weird places. Like it's just not good. Yeah. Because no one, Daniel has not moved. No, because he's not sleeping. He's not sleeping. He's like I'm. I'm like clearly, he's doing like that light airplane sleep. Clearly, Daniel is not human. So no. he, yeah, I think he's doing what I call airplane sleep. Yeah, where you you fall asleep enough to be asleep, but not really to a comfort level. Of but sleep. that's not REM at that point. No, to be fair, he's not dreaming. Osiris is just that's what I mean. Fucking yeah, his mind. like he's just in that space where uh, I learned how to do that. When I when I was little after my coma, uh-huh. because I was always I was covered in tubes for like two weeks. Yeah, so you learn to sleep enough to where you're getting some rest. Yeah, but you're like you're always aware. Yeah, you're yeah, always yeah. aware, and I think that's where Daniel is. So inside his dream, he's not getting close to anything. He's like, there's seven of them. It's an address. Yeah. I can't translate. He's getting frustrated and Sarah's getting frustrated because Daniel's getting frustrated. And Daniel's <sighs> like, you know what? I never knew this shit. Yeah. So I'm this done. Is wrong. Yeah, which is bad news, bears, because then when he wakes up and Osiris is like, well, I'm "Just gonna ribbon device you now because well, you're worthless it. to yeah, me." Yeah, you've got no more info. Remember the good old days of a ribbon device to the head? Oh, yeah. It's like vintage Stargate. It is. It's very classic. It's so, classic Stargate. <laughs> Sam tells the boys to move in. Uh, Jack fires, but then he's shot against the wall. Oof. Osiris tries to beam out, but that doesn't work. So she goes to walk out. Teal attacks. Osiris just has an Ashrak handgun is destroying sure. priceless pieces Why of not? work in Daniel's house all over well, the place. Well, you know, he should not keep those things at home. He should keep them in a museum. museum. <laughs> this belongs in a museum. Exactly. <laughs> so Sam sees that the boys are down and is ready to take care of shit for herself. Yeah. She exits the van and there is Pete. That's when I would have been like, son of a bitch. <laughs> and they're both fired upon. Sam fires her zat. It just hits Osiris's shield. Uh-huh. Uh, Teal checks Daniel and Jack. He, they're like, go just take her down. Uh, Pete <laughs> empties his entire clip. Of his sidearm at, yeah. at Osiris. That's no use. No, get out of here, Pete. Sam sees what Osiris sees at the same time about blowing the fuel tank, and she throws Pete out of the way. Uh-huh. And from behind, Jack hits Osiris with a trank dart, and she fights it, but she does oh, go yeah. down. Yeah. With the situation clear, Sam is like, what the fuck, Pete? Why are you here? 
and then sees that he's injured and is like, what the fuck, Pete? What the fuck more? Uh, and who else thought the Black Widow curse strikes again? Uh, that's the part where I yelled at the TV. That is the part where you I were, was like, oh, he's going to die. You're pretty confident he's going to be dead. I was pretty certain that he was dying. <laughs> Uh, and, and she does go, I promise you, if you make it through this, I'll explain everything. I almost, I almost think he should have. I kind of do, too. Anyway. But you gotta give Sam a win. So at the SGC infirmary, Sarah wakes up, and Daniel is there and confirms that it's her, and it's all over, and she's going to need a lot of therapy. Okay, there is one look that she gives where I'm like, is it her? <laughs> There's one last look where she just looks off in the distance and I think she's supposed to look troubled. Yeah. But to me it comes across a little like Are your eyes about to glow? Is there are you still Osiris in there? Um cause she's just she's yeah. She's gonna need a lot of therapy. Yep. All of the therapy. Uh, and in a weird VIP room turned private hospital room with a diagonal goddamn hospital so bed. So many more diagonals. Uh, she gives him a gift. It's a bad photo of them dancing. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> I, here's what, to me, it is typical disposable point and shoot with a bad flash. Yeah. And one, it's like they give it to some random person yes. in the home who was like, sure, you know, how do I work this thing? So it's actually a pretty good picture considering. So, and yeah, she is about to tell him. What's classified under Section 11C9 of the National Security oh, Act? Jeez. And she he tries to joke, but then it's clear that this is not a time for jokes. Mm-hmm. And yeah, she reads him into the SGC and the Stargate program. And now, anything you say can and will be used to kill you. So I I did try to look and find if this is a real section, but the sections are weirdly numbered. The oh. National Security Act of 1947 was a major like restructuring military like that's a natural oh, thing. okay. But the section numbers are weird. Like they Got all have it. three digits or three numbers. Huh. But it was like that's what created the Air Force and separated it from the Army. Okay. And um, w- that sort of put the Marines as their own thing as, own as opposed to under the Navy. Uh, it also like created the CIA, the National Security Council. Got it, it was like the major. We're done with this world war, but we realize that we need to organize she shit a whole bunch our, differently. Yeah, so let's, let's just reorganize everything in one go. Wow, was that? Yeah. Imagine that being the project that you're handed. Actually, for me, that would have been really fun. You would have enjoyed that. I would have had so much fun with that. Let me organize shit. I'm gonna do this really well. So next, next up is Death Neil. Death, yeah. Which I always call it Death Null because I just think well, there's Well, I feel like that's pretty good. It's Death, death Null. Is, it's kind of, I think Death Nell is the way it's pronounced, which is really not like a usual E. No. But it's, I think it's pronounced Death Nell. It's Death Bell. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> death Bell. Yeah, Death Bark um, by Kaylee. So we at least have one indeed we can yes. add onto our list. Oh, let me scroll down here. So we have one more indeed, 34 and a half. And does this go on your top five? Because it does not go on for mine. It does not. Believe it or don't. I love I love this idea of Pete and it's a fun episode. And yeah. it's just fun to make fun of Daniel sleeping weird. <laughs> but it doesn't. But go it on doesn't. I think it's just building, 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 building. Yeah. We're about to get something good from yeah, what I can we tell. Are. Well, we have one more episode until then. Yes. So next week we're going to cover Death Neil. Yeah. No. Ne- no. 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 Death Nell. Death Nell. Nell, like the movie Nell with Jodie Foster. Death Nell. Yeah, Death Nell. <laughs> A.K.A. Death Um, But yeah. I'm ready. Okay. Uh, you know where to find us? 
uh, on face nope on Twitter we're at Tara Podcast <laughs> you're stealing my thing I'm on sorry, Facebook I'm sorry, I'm sorry. we're at There's No Place Like Tara uh, you can email us at There's No Place Like Tara at gmail.com uh, and you can rate us no patreon.com yeah. slash There's No Place Like Tara uh, like us rate us review us um, and we'll see you next week with Death Nell Null Words. <laughs> we have one new oh, Patreon, yeah. but I can't remember it off the top of my head. It's coming. It's and coming. I'm just going to keep entertaining the people. My favorite donut is an apple fritter, but followed closely by a glazed, a chocolate glazed donut. I like cake donuts. I like to take the chocolate off and eat it first and then eat the bread part of the donut. Because uh, it is delicious. Brian Hughes! Thank you! We love you! Yes. Um, and we'll see you guys next week. Bye! Bye!